Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining us for, here today for our September 11th Remembrance. And welcome to all of you who are watching on FaceTime Live. At this time, it is my pleasure to welcome Emily Barnett, a junior at OA High School, who will sing our national anthem. dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave thank you very much emily thank you for joining us today in that beautiful um singing of the national anthem appreciate it very much and on short notice also thank you I'd like to introduce several dignitaries who have joined us here today. Members of the Board of Selectmen, Chair of the Select Board, uh, Dottie Filginetti, Co-Chair -co Craig Barger, Board Members Mark Lamb and Chuck King. Thank you for being here today. Town Administrator Connor Reed. Thank you, Connor. State Senator Walter Timothy. State Senator Michael Brady, and State Representative Carol Doherty. Thank you all for joining us today. I'd like to also welcome other town officials who have joined us and also members of the public. Thank you. September 11, 2001. It doesn't, does not seem like it was 19 years ago since that fateful day. Many of us remember the day quite well, bright, sunny Tuesday morning that was shattered by the horrific terrorist acts that would unfold throughout the day and the pain that many would endure for many days, weeks, years, even through today. It is important that we gather here again this year and every year to remember the sacrifices of so many, so many innocent people who boarded the planes to go on vacation, go on a work trip, not knowing the fate of that day. So many people who arrived at work at the World Trade Center Towers and many more who arrived to work at the Pentagon. Many of our firefighters, police officers, currently on the job were not part of the department back when 9-11 occurred. It is important that we as a fire department, police department, and a community remember and honor the many who sacrificed and died that day. I, again, thank our town and state officials for being part of this remembrance and appreciate them being here. I would like to welcome Select Board Chair Dottie 
Fulginetti for a few more remarks. Good morning and thank you everyone for being here today. You know, I think back on, on that day and we all remember what we were doing. Um, my kids were babies then and my son's 22 now, my daughter's 20 and they don't remember it, they just remember the stories. So it's so important for us to gather every year to remember, to appreciate all of our first responders and the men and women that were so brave that day to run in and save people and to share these stories so that we, we never forget and our children never forget. Thank you everyone for being here today. Thank you, Dottie. I'd like to ask Senator Walter Timothy to come forward. A few words. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Chief, very much, and good morning to everybody. Chief, this is obviously a very special ceremony each and every day, each and every year on our national calendar, and it's an honor to be here today with your last 9-11 ceremony, so thank you very much, Chief. Uh, it's a privilege to be here today, and thank you very much to stand amongst our first responders, our police and our fire. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for all you do for us each and every day, not just today. And it's also an honor to be here on behalf of Representative Claire Cronin, who currently is negotiating conference committee reports, literally, for all of us, and of course with Senator Brady and with my colleagues in government. Thank you very much. We all remember this day so well. The day September 11, 2001 was picture perfect. The skies were as blue as could be, not a cloud to be seen here in the Boston area. Who knew then that danger could emerge on such a beautiful day? On that tragic day, nearly 3,000 innocent people were murdered and more than 25,000 were injured. We remember because this tragic somber images from New York, from the Pentagon, and from a field in Somerset County in Pennsylvania are forever seared into our memories. I particularly remember the heroism of that horror-filled day, watching on television, as millions of us did across the country, as the FDNY rolled in while everybody else was fleeing the scene. I remember watching NYPD and Port Authority police officers responding to the scene. So many of those heroic rescuers perished. Specifically, 343 firefighters from the FDNY, 37 port officers, excuse me, police officers from the Port Authority, 23 police officers of the NYPD, eight EMTs and paramedics from private emergency medical services, and one patrolman from the New York Fire Patrol. Additionally, I remember images of medical workers covered in ash and soot and so many other pathogens and carcinogens providing aid to the wounded and day survivors. Many of our first responders that day would suffer for years to come and eventually succumb to respiratory ailments. On that harsh day, we saw first responders in action. We witnessed their fidelity and their bravery. Undoubtedly, when we look around today, we see those qualities of fidelity and bravery in each and every police officer and firefighter here in this community and across Massachusetts. So thank you very much. Indeed, today is a somber day as we remember those who have perished. Moreover, we carry on with gratitude and admiration for the sacrifices made by our first responders, both then and now. With that, I thank you all very much. God bless this town of Easton. God bless our police, our fire, and all of our first responders, and God bless America. Thank you very much.
Thank you very much, Senator. <clears throat> and now, Senator Mike Brady, please. Thank you, Chief, and thank you for your service, and thank you all uh, police and firefighters and first responders. And I want to thank the young people that are here today and the parents and loved ones that have brought them out today because it's my father's generation on December 7, 1941. I wasn't born then, but we have to remember that tragedy when the Japanese Imperial Army surprise attacked our country. And it was even worse on September 11, 2001, when they attacked the World Trade Centers and attacked other fields and, and tried to attack the Pentagon. And I want to thank the courage of those people on that flight that saved a lot of other lives because they were going to kill much more people. But our first responders, as uh, Senator mentioned, when everybody was running out of the building, they were running in, our police and firefighters, to save many, many lives. And we must never forget. And that's why I'm glad to see our young children here, because we have to pass on the word to our younger generation so they remember never forget. And we've got to continue to support our police and firefighters and AMS and everybody else who worked very hard to save many, many lives that day. And many, many were lost and continued to suffer afterwards with respiratory illnesses and all the other people that were looking to find the bodies that were buried under those twin towers. So I want to thank everybody who showed up today, thank our first responders, our police and firefighters, and again, thank you for the children who are here today because we've got to pass on to the next generation so they never forget as well. God bless you all and God bless the United States of America. Thank you, Senator. And now, Representative Carol Doherty. Thank you very much, Chief, for inviting me here to join the citizens of Easton in this very somber uh, recollection of the happenings on the 9-11, um, 19 years ago. On that terrible day, almost 3,000 unwitting men and women perished, 350 firefighters and others among them. 206 of those souls were Massachusetts residents. Their courageous acts on that day have done much to preserve our freedom. Today, as we memorialize those fallen heroes, as we have for the past 19 years, we renew our commitment to never forget. I remember driving to work up Route 495 on my way to Tewksbury on that clear, crisp, bright blue morning. All of us remember the moment when the first plane crashed into the Twin Towers and our history began unfolding before us. And like many milestones in our personal lives, we can speak vividly about where we were and what we were doing at 8.46 a.m. on 9-11 that many years ago. I was just chatting with someone before this ceremony began and we joined in a chorus of saying we hope that we never forget. 19 years and there should be 20 and 25 and the remembrance of those who died for us, our firefighters, our first responders, and everyone else who lost people in 9-11. Lest we forget, we must continue to commemorate their souls, their freedom, their courage. Thank you very much for inviting me here this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you, Chief.
Thank you, Rep. Doherty. 11, 175, 77, 93. To some, those numbers mean sorrow, anguish, pain, anger. To many, they are recalled easily as the airliners that were used as weapons on 9-11. American Airlines Flight 11 crashed into the North Tower of World Trade Center at 8.46. United Airlines Flight 175 crashed into the South Tower at 9.02. American Airlines Flight 77 crashed into the Pentagon at 9.37 and began a raging fire. In United Airlines, Flight 93, which at 10.03 crashed into a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, only because many brave souls on board the flight, passengers, heroes, fought back against the terrorists. The passengers on board stormed the cockpit to try to take back the plane, but not before some would make their gut-wrenching call to their loved ones, letting them know they were on one of the hijacked planes. Tragically, the plane would crash into the ground in Shanksville, but certainly saving other lives at the intended target, the White House. Heroes who laid down their lives. There are now beautiful memorials in Shanksville, the Pentagon, Ground Zero in New York. In the memory of all those lives lost, museums that capture the events of the day and honors their sacrifice. Four airliners loaded with 20,000 gallons of jet fuel used by terrorists would take the lives of 3,000 Americans that day. Hundreds of New York City firefighters, police officers, Port Authority police officers would rush into the World Trade Center, a place that they had been many times, not knowing what would lie ahead. They went to help and rescue as many people as they could which is what they did. They did their job. And thousands were saved. In their valiant efforts to rescue civilians, 343 firefighters, 24 New York City police officers, 37 Port Authority police officers died. Their families would never see them again. Heroes who put their lives on the line and went up the stairs in the towers. At 9.59, at two World Trade Center, known as the South Tower, some 56 minutes after the tower was hit, collapsed. All 110 stories came crashing down. Even after the South Tower collapsed, the courageous firefighters and police officers continued doing their jobs, rescuing people in the North Tower and the other affected buildings. At 10.28, an hour and 42 minutes after it struck, one, it was struck, one World Trade Center, the North Tower came crashing down. Both collapses killed many police fire who were in the towers doing their job, and many more civilians who were still trapped. Many Pentagon workers, military, civilians assigned to the Pentagon as well as the passengers on Flight 77 were killed when the plane crashed into the western facade of the Pentagon. Many who were not killed or severely injured would come to the aid of those who needed rescuing in the building, including many small children in a nursery inside, and assisted bringing 
order to the chaos. It is only fitting that we gather together today, the 19th anniversary of the September 11th attacks, to remember the sacrifice made by many. Today we think about the people who still bear the burden of 9-11, families of those who died and those who were injured. Deaths from 9-11 disease from the World Trade Center site will soon outpace the total dead from that day. Over 2,000 deaths have been contrib contributed to the 9-11 disease, and staggering numbers of people who worked the pile have been diagnosed with cancer. We keep in mind the families of those who never returned, so many never found. We remember the many construction workers who helped dig through the pile for many, many days. We also continue to remember and pray for the safekeeping of the servicemen and women of our armed forces who continue each and every day to protect us from those that would do our country harm and remember those who gave their life in the battle on terror. Thank you to all our service men and women who have joined us today. I'm pleased to welcome to the podium Captain Michael Green. Good morning. At 9.0959, the time of the South Tower collapse, we're now going to present a lowering of the flag to half-mast. So attention, so detail, attention. Detail, present arms. Detail at ease. Okay. Signal five 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 will be rung on the fire bell. This ringing of the bell symbolizes the last alarm for firefighters who did not return to the call. Firefighter Gino. ask you to observe a moment of silence. For a reading of the firefighter's prayer, I bring Lieutenant McCormick to the...
Firefighter's Prayer. When I am called to duty, God, wherever flames may rage, give me strength to save a life, whatever be its age. Help me embrace a little child before it is too late, or save an older person from the horror of that fate. Enable me to be alert and hear the weakest shout, quickly and efficiently to put the fire out. I want to fill my calling to give the best in me, to guard my friend and neighbor and protect his property. And if according to your will, I must answer death's call, bless with your protecting hand, my family one and all. For the police officer's prayer, we ask for Lieutenant Keith Nunes. Good morning. Police officer's prayer. Lord, I ask for courage. Courage to face and conquer my own fears. Courage to take me where others will not go. I ask for strength, strength of body to protect others and strength of spirit to lead others. I ask for dedication, dedication to my job to do it well dedication to my community to keep it safe. Give me, Lord, concern for others who trust me and compassion for those who need me. And please, Lord, through it all, be at my side. Before concluding the ceremony, we would uh as Firefighter Nicholson, Patrol Officer Williamson, civilian, to come up and present the flowers to the bell. And with that, that concludes our ceremony today. I want to thank everybody for coming out. I appreciate it. And have you have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Again, thank you all for joining us. Appreciate it very much for being here.